We got Heather, we Hi. got Dan, and we got Logic. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, look at that fanny pack. Yeah, thank I you. I love it. I love the branding top to bottom. Yeah. I appreciate it. And Be yourself, bro. <laughs> it's great. Be and yourself. The biggest fan of the album. I deeply appreciate it, top Thanks. to bottom. Seriously. It's, thank you. I, it's such a needed body of work for our generation of people. For sure. Seriously, I, I think the impact and the message and the story in each song, so they stand alone and they're so... The, 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 such an intense definition attached to each song, right? But the through line is beautiful. Thank you. It's life and humanity, <laughs> and it's it's everybody around us. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. And I guess you know, for the listeners out there who might not know, I think the elevator pitch is you know, it's it's an album about this gentleman named Adam, uh, but spelled A T O M, like the atoms in our body in the universe, who's walking home from work, gets hit by a car, dies, wakes up in a white void to some random guy talking to him. Turns out that random guy is God, played by Neil deGrasse Tyson, the famous astronaut physicist cool. and scientist and uh yeah he basically te- god tells adam not only is he dead but he's about to be reincarnated not only has he already been reincarnated but he is going to be and it isn't until he has lived in the shoes of every man woman child race religion color creed and sexual orientation that he can be taken from this plane of the flesh into the next existence so the cool thing about this album not only is just a concept album but it's true to form that every single song where i'm not rapping about myself and the only time i rap about myself is where i discuss my race being biracial which i'd never done on an album before mm-hmm. every other song is rap from one of the perspectives that that gentleman Adam has lived in the 21st century be it you know a young gay man trying to come to terms with who he is and be accepted by his family and his peers or a single black woman with three children working two jobs and trying to get an education at the same time so many different lives so many different walks of life and colors and creeds and it's just really special it's every, it's, it's for everybody you know who is Adam Adam is I mean for real Adam is everybody right because yeah. that's yeah. the play Adam is every man and woman and you know that's ever lived so but um, yeah, he's just, he's just a guy, you know, he's like <laughs> really dude. cool. Yeah. He's just like this black dude, loving life, walking home, getting, getting killed by a car. Now, now the, the album, like you said, it's a combination, right? It's your perspective. It's your life, but obviously the, the you know, everybody else's story. H- how'd you take yourself out of your shoes? That's really cool. But Great question. I can't tell you, man. I'm just, one thing I think I'm just want to say this real quick is I've had some incredible interviews in my career for sure, without questions, amazing ones, you know, Sway in the Universe, uh, Nick Huff, so many, so many amazing uh, uh, people. But something with this album has really brought out the best in a lot of a lot of people like in you guys, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause it's Thank not you. just a bunch of BS. So it means so much that like I get up, like my schedule is so insane right now. And the fact that I, I get up and I give you guys all the respect and attention I have and that you do the homework and you take the time to do it, it just means a lot. So okay. I just wanted to say that. Well, Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, I I'm, think it's cause you put everything out there. You're not hiding anything. You're telling stories. You're totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's also something everybody can relate to, right? It, it is, it's your friend, it's your brother, it's your neighbor. You, yeah. you this album literally, I, I saw myself, but then I saw everybody else in my life. Everybody. I and, like that you keep using that word. And it, but, it, but, but it's the truth. It's the only really w- word you can use to describe it. Thanks, man. So, but what is your yeah. what is your process? Are, are you just naturally an empathetic person? I think so, 100%. Yeah, I always think about other people. I definitely think about myself um, first and foremost because if I'm not healthy, if I'm not, you know, strong, then I can't help and support anybody else, yeah. you know? So you have, to, you have to put yourself first. That's just the way it is. But as soon as I'm fed and I'm good and I'm, I'm feel okay, then... You know, my my goal is like, how can I help other people? 
And really with this entire album of putting myself in other people's perspectives, like, sure, I've always rapped for others, but deep down in a very selfish way, I was always rapping for myself because I felt like I didn't have anybody there to say, be a good person, do what you love in life, be yourself, it's okay. So I went on the record and was telling the world, be a good person, be yourself, it's okay. But really I was telling me that because I didn't have a voice in this generation, this genre, this form of entertainment on a massively commercial and successful level telling me that. And in some weird way, I became that voice for many other people and it's so cool because like I'm just myself do you also feel like do you also feel like that happened because you really didn't have that in your personal life yeah no, no that's exactly that's what it where, was that's where it starts right yeah your dad and your mom aren't there for you cheering you on yeah you know make supporting you every step of the way yeah because I mean yeah and the, you know the, the funny thing about like like when you do shows like this you repeat yourself a lot so any fans watching shout out but this is for everybody who's being introduced to me for the first time yeah I mean I grew up you know on a section 8 household and, and welfare yes. and food stamps and I didn't have a lot both of my parents were addicted to drugs and, and alcohol my father was addicted to crack and he's doing great now me and my dad have a great relationship now what was it like when you first meet your dad after years of not seeing him well it's see the weird thing is is that he was I always knew my father but okay. he was but never not really it's like I knew him and I saw him but he would come and then like steal a bunch of shit and like you know like I, I was 10 years old and he stole my identity and took my social security number uh, and like yeah did all this crazy dang. stuff and almost ruined my credit and whatever the case may be but you know he was sick he was a drug addict he was going through stuff and, and I put him out of my life for a long time many many years and you know um, there was a point where I looked my dad in the face and I told him the next time I saw him you know he was going to be in the ground you know and, and, and I really felt that way and why didn't he stick to it um, because even though in my heart, and this was recently, this was like within the year, even though in my heart, I still felt like I didn't want to talk to him and I felt like he wasn't ready and he didn't deserve to be in my life. I felt as though I was not wise enough or mature enough to know what it would be like 10, 15, 20 years from now when he had passed and then would look back like, damn, all the, the time that I actually had to put put my those feelings aside to try to make a connection yeah. with him so I, I know that might sound really weird but it's like I don't know what I would be like at 45 and if the 45 year old me would regret not mm -hmm. trying to have some type of relationship and what I realized is my dad isn't a dad he's not even like a cool uncle like mm -hmm. he was never there to raise me so he's almost like a friend in a way that's kind of like weird and funny and and this and that and 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 you know a man who's been like a, a father to me his name is Brant he's my he's like my my stepfather in a way uh, wow. and, or, or father-in-law through my mother's through my my yeah whatever anyway <laughs> and he's really nice and before my dad came out he said to me he said have no expectations because I, f I offered to fly my dad out back from Maryland and like you know just see what it was all about this time and he said have no expectations and I didn't have expectations. And usually I'm always like, all right, he's going to be, you know, acting. And he's, he's whatever. And, and, and I told myself, like, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm not looking for a dad. We're never going to play catch. We're not going fishing. It's not, that's not happening. But what can I get from this relationship while he's still here and I'm still here? And uh, by not having any expectations, he still pissed me off a little bit, but we had a good time. <laughs> what did you want out of it? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just knew that I didn't want to be some like pissed off kid with a grudge, you know, because his dad ruined his childhood, and I didn't want. I don't want. I I, I didn't want to allow him to ru ruin my adulthood as as well. Which makes a lot of sense because you you, you can make the argument that you are who you are, where you're at in life because of what happened with your dad. Without question, hundred you know? percent, all and, the things, and that, it's always on your mind. Yeah, I mean. 
Yes, it's well, oh, it's it's always on my mind in the sense of like that those things totally made me. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. But, it's also present in songs. Like, yeah. is it hard to re like even in this album? There's so, there's so it's many hard to relive. Yeah, vivid memories. Yeah, I mean, what the hardest thing is like you have a song like one eight hundred, right? You know, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Shout out, is a suicide <laughs> lifeline. And when I wrote that song, the whole reason I wrote that song is because, like I told you, I was always selfishly, you know, writing songs for myself. Be a good person. Go out there. Be yourself. Wear fanny packs and be a kick-ass rapper and you know read ready player one and all these nerd books and like be you it's okay you can still be a kick-ass rapper and do all those things while the whole world was like no you can't you suck and like saying all the horrible terrible words and things that they can say on the internet and i had to i had to stay focused through it all anyway and so i was always writing be you be who you are be who you are and then i i i Man, in 2015, I, I, I released a, an album, my, my sophomore album called The Incredible True Story, and I, I s- dropped six figures on a tour bus and started in Los Angeles, California, and ended in New York over the span of two weeks before my album came out. And I, I surprised fans at their houses. I ate with them. I hung out with their families. I played them my album before it came out. Amazing. And so many of them, thanks, dude, and so many of them said, yo, your music saved my life or your views on the world has changed my perspective of the world. Uh, you know, I was very negative. I was this, I was that. And the, yeah, but the biggest one that hit me was you saved my life. And I always thought like, yo, I wasn't even trying to save your life. Like, but could you imagine the power? Could you imagine what I could do if I actually did? And that's why you have songs like 1-800. And, and that, you also challenged the mind. That's what you wanted with this album, right? You wanted to change and break stereotypes, yes? Yeah, sure. I think mm-hmm. you did it. I'm trying. You know, I think it's still it's still a battle. Because, like, I go on the internet now and I still see the more the, like... I've, I've noticed that the bigger I get, the more I disconnect from social media. And it's weird, but it's also a great thing. I am here because of social media and I'm here because of the fans that exist on the internet. However, I'm just a blessed artist that my fans on the internet actually, like, turn into asses in the seats in real life, which is so cool. Um, and because of that, I feel like I'm ignoring you guys when I'm talking like you're okay, okay. But just know, I got love for everybody. We love um, you. And wait, what was I saying? I got distracted. You're talking about uh, you have all these social media followers, you disconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so it, it's because like every time I go, there's like just uh, like a bunch of hate, but yeah. there's so much love. The love outweighs the hate a, a million fold. But the, because I am an emotional person, the hate is hard to see. And not even to myself. But if I see a fan, like here's a great example. I saw this kid and uh, his girlfriend got him like was he was sitting and she was like hey I got you this and blah 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 and like this thing like for a graduation present and she's filming him and they're sitting in the car and she goes and also I got you and your best friend tickets to go see and he starts crying immediately because he already knows to go see logic when he comes through and he starts crying and I saw this and it made me get emotional like I wanted to cry and I retweet it and people are like that's amazing that's cool blah 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 and one dude's like yo that's gay <laughs> of course Jeez. and I'm like oh man it's like to see these things in these words it's like so hurtful it's like oh my god like and that's what's hard anyway I just say all this to say like I, I've noticed that I'm I'm almost like jacking out of the matrix even more than ever and it's making me happier because my biggest goal that I've always wanted to do is to affect people through my music and not, nothing else exactly yes. you know what I mean and, I get it yeah but, but, so. but you also play the game of losing touch right because social media gives you access to people and minds and emotions yeah, and but experience I, I agree but I think I don't I, uh, I don't 
I don't give a damn what I lose touch from as long as I'm in touch with myself, who I am as a person, and my fans. So, like, I've noticed that kind of stepping back from social media a bit is, like, I don't know about the newest, like, nay-nay dance or, like, the newest, <laughs> like, funny viral video. Like, and that kind of sucks to be out of, the, out of touch a little bit. But, but it's cool because I don't have to see these horrible words and these things, you know, that, that make me, like, sad. And because I'm in much more of a happy mood all the time, I get to go and have a blast and write. Like, me, just so you know, like, I've been made to feel like, I, like, first of all, I was made to feel like I would never be a good rapper and I would never accomplish things and I would never have a number one album or never do these things. And then once I did them, I was then made to feel like, well, that's all you're going to be able to ever do is just be a rapper because that's all you're good at. And it's like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm sitting here telling you guys that like my next album, I'm going to come back here. I can't wait. Hopefully you'll have me back. Of course. And like, I'm going to be playing piano. I'm going to be singing ballads. Nice. I'm going to be singing and rapping and like, like, I don't want to just do this one thing and I want to do it right because there's so many more sides to me and society tells us that we're nothing and then once we get one kind of good thing society tells us that's all we're ever going to be and I'm here to say like yo with determination persistence realism and wanting success more than your next breath you truly can do whatever you want and I want to sing and dance and, yes. and play the piano and entertain and act and <laughs> I want to do it all but you got to master each craft before moving on to the next obviously so you can't be like a douche and just think you're going to do everything <laughs> you, you hint on the, you hint on everybody that your fourth album will be your last yeah will it be I think there's a lot um I'm always going to make music. So with that, you could be like, well, how's that the last? And how's that the this? Like, I'm always going to make music. And I know this is weird. I'm not trying to dodge your question. No. It's one of those things where in many ways, yes, it's going to be my last Logic album. Like, it's going to be like the last rap album that, that, that... I'll ever do and it's going to be a, a truth to form introduction and to what the rest of my hopefully long awesome fun career is going to be so in many ways yes it is logics like last stop it's not like I'm going to like change my name and I'm P Diddy and I'm coming out like and I'm like you know what I'm saying like that's not what I mean but it's it will make sense when it happens no, it's it, going to make sense when it happens but the, there's also precedent for this you used to be psychological right oh, and, snap. and that changed <laughs> to logic yo that's crazy <laughs> Yeah, thanks for doing your homework. Oh, God. I have a couple bits in here that, like, y- oh. you set the tone for this album back, I think, in 2012. It, it, you know? But th- but Psychological was a chapter in your life. Oh that God. was that was a version of you. Mm-hmm. Right? What's the difference between Psychological and Logic? Well, Psychological is just, like, a little dumbass kid who's, like, hella underground. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love, like, I love, uh, okay, you know? <laughs> I love um, I love I love Wu Tang Clan. I love Most Def and Tribe Called Quest and the Roots. I love so much. I, I love hip hop. That's where I, that's what I'm. That's 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 where I was created in that world. And so you know, I listened to a lot of like underground artists at the time. And so my mentor, he was like, "Hey, go in the dictionary." I was 18 years old. Find a, a, a word that best describes you, and that's going to be your MC name. And so I came across psychological was like the worst name you could ever pick. <laughs> but not, I don't think. I mean, it was like it's, it like, so sums up who you are. Okay, let's fast forward eight months later. I'm opening up for Ghostface Killer, and I got the whole crowd. I'm like, it's psychological. Say it, psychological. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's like awkward. <laughs> Too many syllables. Yeah, and so then long. yeah, and then I meet my best friend Lenny, and uh, Big Lembo, who's an amazing artist. He's incredible, and he's a rapper. He's like all over my music, and he we we become pals, and he's like, hey, and he's kind of like calling me psychological and psycho and it's like really freaking awkward and then before I knew it he was just calling me logic for short and that's what stuck and that was like 
it was just super simple and and it was yeah that was it right but, there. But you put out into the universe with that name what you the, the, the type of music you were playing yeah, on making. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But you said in 2012 too, we all have so many different ethnicities in our blood no matter how pure we think we are. That is everybody, isn't it? Yeah, that's that, real. That is this album. Yeah, in some way. Damn, that's crazy. You, I feel like Nardwar. You know who Nardwar is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is great. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not as detailed as him. I love he's Nardwar. Amazing. He's the best. Yeah. No, that's really cool that you say that, man. Because that's all it is. That's all it's about. Like, it's just true to form, like, peace, love, and positivity and being who you are. Because me, there's a lot of, like, no matter what you say, you're going to get haters. People are going to hate. There's going to be people who, you know, dislike this video or this, mm-hmm. whatever. And that's fine. Like, we're, we're not in charge of that. But one thing that I try to do is just shape others' minds in a positive way to think however they think. Like, you might not, we might not all agree on politics or religion or this or that or whatever, and that's fine. My whole goal is like, hey, if you're Christian and you don't agree with uh, the Muslim Muslim religion or that, like, that's fine. But like, don't stone each other to death. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Feel free to express that, but without being like, yo, fuck me this and yeah. like, I just that's the thing that's hard for me. I'm not trying to change anybody's uh, um, way of life, beliefs, any of that stuff. But I mean, it's even the same thing with like. Like gay people, like for the longest time, you know, my mother was like, uh, uh, homosexuals will not enter the kingdom of heaven. And that's just the way it is. And in my mind, I was like, I mean, okay, it says that, but like, I just don't understand. Like, this is a human being, a good, kind person. Like, I, I never got that. And I saw this like documentary on, on, you know, just uh, being gay and what it was like and all this as a child. And Which, there was and that's there, a great thing to watch. As I'm glad. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. And there was this kid, and it's like one of the perspectives I actually like kind of rap from on a song I have called Black Spider Man. And the kid that he was old, he was like in his like mid 20s, but he was going back to basically saying he was like, oh, you know, he was a football star and his dad was like in the military and it was like kind of all American, like whatever. And he knew he was gay and he would like date girls and all this stuff because he, he, he wanted to keep up with that persona. But he knew he knew he was gay and he didn't want to be gay. That's the craziest part. He didn't want he just wanted to fit in because it would have been easier. Society told you not to. Be exactly. Gay. Which is like BS because you can't fit in and stand out at the same time time so so he's like didn't know what to do and at the end of the day like he had to he had to be honest with himself and 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 tell his father and his family and his father beat him an inch from life and his whole family disowned him and you know obviously he went and found who he was and found you know happiness later on but the point is like when I saw that and he told me that story, I said, nobody in their right mind, like, and, and hey, people can, people can disagree. This is merely an opinion of mine, but to say that like, you know, oh, it's a choice and they just think that way and that's what they want. I would go, oh, is it really a choice to get the beaten out of you mm-hmm. by your family that you, uh, you know, is it really a choice to be persecuted? Yeah. You to know, be, you know, to be made to feel like you're less than exactly. And no. that to me personally opened my mind to say man people are just people everybody is everybody and whether we agree or not and that's why like like even right now like there will be haters who will still try to disagree and literally it's like yo it's fine if you don't agree with somebody's way of life i'm just saying do must we kill each other like be cool that's it be cool baby be cool you know what i'm saying she got the glasses we got that glasses Mm -hmm. connection you you brought up black spider-man and though and obviously i'm gonna tell you uh, what i don't do often but i want to tell you how my read on the song okay I love it, obviously. I, Thanks. 
Is, is the meaning that black, a Spider-Man, black Spider-Man will save you no matter who you are, what you are, and what you do? I guess. One good thing about art is like you, you kind of... Interpretation. Yeah, interpretation. And that's a that's a great way. I, I haven't hadn't necessarily thought about that, but in a way, yes. Um, so, I, I, you know, I kind of had this. And it's like, it's not even a joke. It's just kind of like a, hey, like, Spider-Man should be black. Why can't Spider-Man be black? Like, <laughs> I would just say this. And then all these people are like, hey, you idiot, uh, Miles Morales is black. Like, and it's like, because <laughs> okay, that's one of the Spider-Man, his name is Miles Morales, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, well, I'm talking about Peter Parker, fam. Yeah. Why can't Peter Parker be black? Why is it that it's so weird for us to, like, see a person of color, uh, you know, in a known role or this and be like, oh, that's weird. Or that's, I don't know. And I get it. Hey, certain things, like, yo, and I've said this. When Stan Lee created Peter Parker, he was just like a nerdy white kid from New York. Like, yeah. cool. That's how I'm used to seeing him, too. I'm just saying. But why not? Why there is it be, weird? Why not? It yeah. could be a nerdy black dude. Like, why? You're yeah, right. but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, you know, whatever. But I mean, hey. Like, that's literally how he was created, whatever. But Thor was a man forever, right? Now, now you know, Thor is a kick-ass woman. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's just all about, it's literally, the whole thing is just about stereotypes. Like, it's yeah. all, it's just about saying, like, you know, let's break, let's break the stereotype. Let's break the norm and, and just, and let people live and let people be whatever superhero they want to be. Did you write the pieces for Neil deGrasse Tyson? Were you, I were did. you yeah, writing the voice the whole, of God? Yeah. So I wrote the whole script. And the cool thing is, um, it was actually a, a playoff of... A short story called The Egg, which was written by a gentleman named Andy Weir. Andy Weir wrote a novel called The Martian, which was turned into a, a movie starring Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. That comedy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, They did call it a comedy. Yeah, one best comedy. Yeah, oh, that's weird. Yeah. But, I mean, it was kind of funny. Yeah, Whatever. It was but... weird. It was dope. It was cool. That was a good movie. And, uh... But I was so, like, I loved this short story so much, I, I thought, man, wouldn't it be cool to turn this into an album? Almost like, St- you know, Spielberg reads. I'm not here to, like, promote this, but Ready Player One, which I love this book. It's my favorite <laughs> book. And Spielberg's making the movie. It's like, you know, he took what Ernest Cline already created, and he's going to, you know, do what he did with Jurassic Park and so many other amazing things. Hopefully. Don't mess it up. Come on, Steven. Jinx. I'm just kidding. Um, and, and with that being said, like, I feel like I was just so inspired, and I reached out to, um, I reached out to Andy who is an incredible writer, just amazing dude. And I was like, hey, like, can I do this thing? And he was like, yeah, no problem. And so, like, I painted him on my album cover with 80 other people that all kind of represent everybody, and it was really cool. So, yes, but yes, I did write it. I write, I wrote it a little more urban-y. Like, not urban, that's not what I want, but I made it a little more funny. Like, I wanted to cast a black guy that was like, ah, damn, what's going on? And, like, you know, just <laughs> like... It was hilarious, but there's yeah. so much depth to it. Like, if you really hear the words, like, what came first? Did the voice of God in those moments, or was it the songs? Like, what would you write to? Oh, man. Um... I wrote the songs first, okay. but I knew, but I, I knew I wrote the script too. So like I oh. wrote the songs and then I wrote the script and then I had Neil, um, play God and, and record his verse, uh, uh, parts. And then I had, um, my buddy, big Vaughn, who's a radio DJ at KMEL. He's in so Fran. good in it. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. His voiceover is phenomenal. Yeah. He's so funny. He's so oh. great. And that's me. Like, I just so want I just wanted two strong black men to play these characters. I just like heard it in my voice. I thought, I mean, in my head, I thought it would be so fun. And, and they just, they killed it and they did such a great job. And, and for me, um, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of was a culmination of everything together, but I'm always like working. So like I'd been working on this album for like three, like almost three years ago. Like I'd always, every time I'm like, not to get, cause everybody's like, oh, where's the next one? But like, like I'm always working. 
constant. Uh, always. Do so, you believe in yeah. reincarnation? You know what? Check this out. So my mom, and I mean this respectfully, everybody, like, let me just say how I grew up. My mom was like a super Jesus freak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was the type to be like, like I said before, you know, about homosexuals or this or that or whatever. And then, she, but at the same time, like, so when I would write raps when I was a kid, because I curse a lot. I curse a lot in my raps. And... That's just how I express myself. And some people could be like, well, that's not a good thing, you know, because you have children listening to you and blah, blah, blah. But no. at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I'm cursing, but I'm also talking about peace and love and being happy and doing what you love in life. It also says parental advisory on, on the sticker. Cover. And it's like, I, I just always hate that, especially in hip hop. Everybody's like trying to be like, you know, this subject matter, what you're talking about. But then everybody's going to watch who's a genius, but like Scorsese movies. Right, like, it's okay. Yeah. They're murdering each other. But mm-hmm. since it's, you know, made by this like Italian guy. like watching good. The Walking yeah. Dead on TV. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, okay, whatever. But my point being is um, I feel like when, when, when I was younger, I would write and I would like kind of put a curse word here or there because that's how I felt like damn like it's hard today or you know whatever like you know damn eating this powdered milk (laughs) sucks like you know what I mean like that's a real thing and then my mom was the type of person to be like don't you curse you yeah I'm I'm excited for that really long beat that's gonna probably be you Anyway, <laughs> but that's but that's how she kind of was, yeah. and and that also that that made me kind of be like, oh my god, and then and then it's like, but if I can't express that, it's just going to build up, and if it builds up, well then what? Then am I going to be in school or somewhere and then just shout these obscenities? Do you know what I mean? It's I like totally it's get better it. to mm-hmm. vent it yeah. in a, in a poetic way. So it's like I notice, like man, I really do curse a lot, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's really crazy. One is art. One is anger. Yeah. How did you become such a positive, accepting person with the way you were raised? Uh, Wow, great question, dude. That's a really good question. I think all the things I said, like I've, I've, like I've went around with guns and knives and done done dumb stuff and things. I've never taken anybody's life, and I'm really happy that I can look in the mirror and 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 be happy with the man that I see. And 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 there's no true true to form regret there. Um, And but you know, looking at me, you know, people could be like. Well, of course you ain't never, you know, done this or that or whatever, but it's like, there's bad places all over the world, and my my household was a pretty hard one. And But my family is beautiful. There's so many beautiful people in my family at the same time, like, don't get it twisted. But it was very hard, and I think, you know, I think witnessing and experiencing, like, the sexual assault of, like, my mother and my sisters, and them being battered and seeing blood all over our house, and alcoholism and drugs and you know murderers and drug dealers in and out and all this stuff every time you know my mother was beaten in my head I was just like that's how you don't treat somebody every time I saw somebody take a hardcore drug that just laid them out on the floor I was like that's how you don't act, you don't do that you don't ruin your life yeah. by doing this so I think it's man I think it's just like a bit of common sense and God or Neil deGrasse Tyson or whoever <laughs> that was just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because if you hear your message, then you listen to Take It Back, which the lyrics are crazy in that one. Yeah. I mean, you hear your full story. Like, what, are your, what does your family think when you put all that out there for the world to hear? Man, I'm so happy you guys are doing your... Yo, I'm just so stoked. Y'all are doing your homework, man. I've waited my whole career for this, man. Like, it means a lot that you guys care enough. Oh, um, uh, tough shit. If you don't like what I'm saying, yeah. then then it is what it is, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? And me and my father, for a long time, he struggled. You know, he was like, why are you always talking about this or putting it out there? Because I'm sober now. I'm sober now and I've been sober. Why are you always talking about this? And I'm like, why'd you do it? Why'd yeah. you leave me in a car for five hours in Southeast D.C. while you went to go smoke crack with some chick? 
Mm-hmm. Why did you, you know, why did you steal from me? Why did you this? Why did you do that? Yep. I'm not persecuting you for what you did. I'm merely venting about it so that first and foremost, I can wash it clean and hope that the experience and the things that I have gone through can help the listener because I didn't have anybody saying those things to me. I wish I had somebody. So how, that's why I talk about it. But how'd you come up with those things, right? Did you, was it a collection of what society w- was telling you? Was it friends who had supportive parents? Wait, what do you mean? You mean uh, 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 on being positive yeah, about I'm, it? And if nobody's teaching you these things, right? Was Were movies your outlet? Like, I feel like you turned to movies heavily. Oh, yeah, movies and anime and, yeah, I mean, all that. I, I, I love entertainment. And and I think a great example of, like, like loving entertainment and almost escaping in it is, um, so there's, there's a game called Uncharted. It's a series, mm-hmm. and it's created by Naughty Dog. And I've, like, befriended so many people who work over there and write the games and do all this. And I actually wrote them an entire letter because before we all became cordial and friendly over in that building, I was just the biggest fan of them. And back in 2009 when I was working in a grocery store and working at random places that I hated, um, I would play that video game to escape life. And now I noticed that when they when they ended the saga with Uncharted 4 last year, or I think it was two years ago, um, I I realized... I didn't play anymore to escape. I played to enhance my life because now my life was so kick-ass because of staying positive and because of having that mentality. And I'm telling you, man, like I said, nobody was there to tell me those things. So I think I just wanted to be... I want to be that guy of this generation. I know it sounds weird. And, and like, I'm going to tell you something. I thought... Like every a lot of rappers that like man my time was limited. It's a real thing. Like okay, every every year there's a new rapper. There's somebody mm-hmm. who's doing it bigger. Somebody who's doing it better, or whatever the case may be. And it's like oh my god, and you have you know you have some kings out there that really reign. But I was always I just I was like man I gotta get this money. I gotta get <laughs> this money because I'm gonna have kids one day and I gotta like figure out what I'm gonna do. And every every year it got bigger. And every year the message grew. And every year it became like an empire and almost like a way of life. Peace, love, and positivity. Wrap your ass off. Wear fanny packs. Mm -hmm. Be you. Be who you are. And I've noticed the more I've done that, the more freedom I've gotten and more happy I've become. And like, you guys have no idea. Now I really feel like, and I don't mean this to be weird, this is only the beginning. I thought it was like kind of the end, like, damn, I've already got these albums I got, like, because I got like eight projects out in the world. I've yeah. toured thousands, you know, all over, whatever. But like, it, man, once I released this album and I was scared to talk about so many things, I didn't want to talk about my race and people tell me, F you and you're not that and you're this and tell me what I am. I didn't want to talk about, you know, this, like anything I do. I support gays, I'm wrong. I support this, I'm wrong. I do that, I do this. I'm, I, I'm pro-black, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm happy to be mixed, I'm wrong. I'm this, I'm that. Da, da. Yeah. And bro, like after I put this album out, I realized it freed me so much that I can't wait for the future I can't wait to sing ballads I can't nice. r- wait to rap over ballads mm-hmm. and, and, and it all comes from just being yourself If as long as you I tell you you cannot stand out yeah. and fit in at the same time and I would rather be hated for who I am than love for who I'm not but, but it's because your creative motivation changes it's not about going out and grabbing the money your music has impact right 91 million streams right now on 1-800 lives have, really yes are you serious 91 million damn I didn't know that that was as of this morning <laughs> so it's probably more now that's pretty gangster that you just flexed on me <laughs> <laughs> Lives have changed, right? You, 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 Mine has. You have an I'm important happy. role within our generation. 
That's what I want, though. Like, yeah. dude, I just want to be that guy. Like, that'd be so cool. The guy that's himself, you know? Because I, I, now, like, I, when people would be like, man, you corny, or you this, or you that, or you blah, 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 I'd kind of be like, ow, like, that hurts. But the more and more I'm myself, the more and more I'm like, well, at least I'm myself. Yeah, yeah right? you can think I suck, you can think this, that, but, but you know, at least I'm, I'm me, yeah. though. You know, that's the thing that's most important to me. You talked about rappers coming and going. I think you're in a certain category that tells stories still. Yeah. like Cole, Kendrick, you like a lot of guys are making music. They don't say anything. It just sounds good at the club. For sure. And you know what? There's a time and place for that. But there's always a time and place for that. And that will over time not necessarily dwindle. But each artist, there's going to be the next rapper with the hottest song. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really do pride myself in knowing that like, yo, man, we all like turning up. We all like having fun and listening to some like whatever lyrics and just like it's just a fun time. That's yeah. what life is about. But I, I have pledged a long time ago that I was going to be the dude that after you're at the club or after you're at the party or after you're with your homies and you're having a good time and you know doing some stuff whatever you're gonna come home or wake up after your hangover and listen to me it's personal music yeah why did you decide to address race on this album finally I mean, it's everybody uh, yeah um i think well, i think still people are like he's white he's white you still yeah, yeah. see that all no, the time that's now. what it was now actually here's what it was but you're not white no, I'm black and white. I'm yeah. biracial. Yeah. And so, and I'm proud. I'm proud of who I am. And here's what it was. Literally, it's this simple. Now everybody will be like, all he talks about is, is race. But like, literally, you just brought it up. Like, you know, and, yeah. and, and here, what it, and not in a negative way. I'm saying yeah. like, you brought it up and um, everybody's like, oh, he's always, we get it. You're pushing the whole biracial thing. And I'm like, what is that? That's like so racist. Like, Does first of all, mean like, anything yeah, we're like, what? <laughs> but anyway, but they're like, you know, yeah, all he's talking about is being biracial. Always talking about, always talking about, always talking about. And um, first of all, I'm proud. So if you don't like it, change the channel. I know, I I know Kendrick Lamar, I know J. Cole, I know so many uh, uh, amazing artists that love to, that I can name right now that love to talk about how black and beautiful they are. Yeah. So what's the issue? I'm, I'm proud. And so for me, what it really comes down to, the reason I addressed my race on this song for the first time in my professional career on an album is because everywhere I went, it was, oh, what's it like being a white rapper? Hey, being a white rapper, oh, so white, 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 all this stuff. They don't know. And every time I would just simply go, oh, no, I'm biracial, I'm black and white, blah, 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 and I'd leave it at that, and I'd say, yeah, I'm proud to be me, and blah, 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 and I'd let it go. And then another interviewer would ask, and another, and another, and another, and another, and they would ask, and ask, and ask, and ask, and it was just white, 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 and I, was, I wasn't being perceived for who I am. So, for example, if I tell you I'm biracial, sure, that means I'm white and I'm black. And with that being said, I was sick and tired of people labeling me and saying this is what you are or this is what you aren't or you're not black enough or you're too white or, you know, black people don't talk like that, which is, to me, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard to almost say, like, like what? What are you talking about? Black people don't talk like what? Like, yeah. you know, black people, what? They, black people aren't educated. They're, they're not beautiful. They're not into comic books. They're not nerds, too. They're not, like, what are you talking <laughs> Stereotypes, about? Stereotypes, the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. And so I said, I'm going to put it all on the line on this album so that no matter what, people know who I am. And now the thing that I love is, oh, I it's kind of a mean thing so it used to be like oh white boy white boy like just hate 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 now they're just hating on me for being biracial yeah. but at least they're hating on me for who I am there you go <laughs> that's the best part yeah, at least it's the did truth. you ever feel like you were treated differently in a positive or negative way because people did think you were white um, more so negative because of the the the, 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 the field I, I've the, I've chose to yeah to, everybody yeah. associates you know rap and those stories with somebody who is black yeah somebody's black or you know like who's um, it's more it's more like an image thing or whatever the case may be um, which is fine like that's cool but it's not like that anymore you know what I mean it doesn't it, now like rap isn't isn't just a thing where you got to be like from the hood you know what I mean like there's incredible artists out there who 
are so amazing of every color, but especially black. And now, and it's like, they're not necessarily from the hood, Mm -hmm. you know, but they could be, I guess, more respected than me at first glance because of how they look or whatever. And I I don't care about any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, man, I'm just, I'm just happy that people know who I am now for the most part. And when I say that, I mean who I am, like as a man, not the name logic or this or that. Cause like me, I'm going to be honest, like for me, Rap is beautiful. It's an amazing thing, but I want to make music as a whole, rap included. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want, and I, I mean, I've kind of mentioned it a few times in this interview, yeah. but like, yeah. that's what I want. I don't want to just do this one thing, this one lane, because that's all I've been ever told I wouldn't do. And then once I did it, I could do, as I said before. So, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. After making this album, are you afraid of death? Oh, man, dude, I think about death every day. Every day. I probably thought about it like six times on the way over here. Well, yeah, I think about all types of you know, I think about uh, diseases and getting hit by a car and going out. I think about getting a brain aneurysm. You know, uh, sometimes I'll be eating with my friends and think, damn, what if I just got laid out right now? I think about that. You know about the shit I think about? I think about that. I think about label things. I think about all the artists I'm working with. I think about my acting career. I think about scripts I'm writing. I mean, hell, I'm working on, you know, various different projects, musical, this, that, being a good husband, being a good father one day, the children I'm going to have. All the people that I work with, they're not just going to do that one thing. You know, my security guard isn't just going to be my security guard forever. My assistant, who is now um, I'm promoting to be my day-to-day manager because he's so damn good at that. Now I have to hire another assistant. But Hell that yeah. assistant isn't just going to be my assistant. I want him to do whatever that he can, he wants to do in life, and I want to then put him in that role and then hire another assistant. Because for me, it's not about just... So anyway, there's a million things that I think about. Yeah. Do you believe in aliens? Yeah. <laughs> you definitely seem like an alien guy. Yeah, I'm an alien guy. Why? Do I sound crazy? Yeah, there's aliens, and I think about no. this and that, and everything is good. <laughs> Um, no, nah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think about aliens, but my, 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 but going back to that is, uh, <laughs> last, so, so what was it? 2015 or was it 2016? I think it was 2016. Was it last year? Yeah. Last year was the worst year of my life. It was the most money I'd ever made. I made millions of dollars. I was extremely successful, happy with that aspect, but I was so unhappy and it was because I was dealing with anxiety, which is another thing that's too taboo to discuss or talk about. But you did. I did on the album as well. And it's a great song. Thank you very much. It means a lot. I put my heart and soul into it, literally. How do you manage anxiety now? Um, Balance. So I had to tattoo it because I'm an idiot and I work too hard and I do too much. Balance yourself. That's what this says. Cool. And, um, and for me, last year, all I was doing was working, 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 working all the time. I wasn't taking any time to myself. And that's what you have to do. You have to balance yourself. And because of that, I was in such a messed up mental place that, you know, even then I was thinking about death a trillion times a day because I'm a hypochondriac and I think about every little thing, every little detail. And, and it's my gift and, and it's my curse because I think there's like... I'm not calling myself a genius here, but I'm just saying like there's like genius tax. Like I feel like every incredibly amazing artist that, that there's something wrong. There's something Spot with them. But you overanalyze everything so yeah. you can really dissect things b- before you actually like put them out there into the world. You, you're so in touch with yourself. Thanks. Yeah, I, mean, I like to touch myself. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, I get it. Uh, Kill Bill, that introduced you to rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, great. You mentioned that you're writing scripts. Yeah, where's Nardware? <laughs> yeah. We have movies coming up. Do you want to score them? Do you want to write them? I want to act. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. The biggest thing is I want to act. And I'm working on some really cool stuff right now that I'm not going to like blow the whistle on, but that's what I want to do. I want I want to do I want to do 
I always, I always, I always despise the person on Twitter that was like, you go to their bio and it's like, yeah, I'm an actor, singer, dancer, <laughs> this, that, that, triple, yeah, like whatever. And it's like, okay, <laughs> all right. But like for me, I really do want to be able to do those things one day. But at the end of the, like, I'm a writer and an entertainer, and and that's what I, yeah. So, but I also think the big difference there is between acting and writing is writing is you, and acting is you being somebody else, which is fun. I mean, unless unless you're playing yourself, like. Larry David. <laughs> and then <laughs> but yeah. just, you know. No, but no, totally. Um, I think, yeah, I just, I, there's a bunch of things that I want to do and I have to take the time and balance myself. But the greatest thing that I'm realizing is, man, like, like I'm 27 and I'm so young, you know, 27 mm-hmm. is young, 37 is young, 47 is young. I'm you got serious. Time. But when See? you're young, when you're like 20, you're like, what? That's like so old. Every so day I got is time. the end. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I got time. So it's like, it's weird. It's, I'm not, I'm, I don't live like I got time, but at the same time, I kind of have, it's weird. Cause if I, cause I'm, I was in a place where I got to do it all right now. I got to do it all. got to do it all. And then that's what like damn near drove me insane. So what I'm realizing now is I'm in charge. I am in charge. I'm in charge of my schedule. I'm in charge of my life. You know, if, if for whatever reason I, and I mean this very respectfully, I felt emotionally and physically like I needed to take a break and could not come here today. You, you I, do it. I, I would have to do it. I would feel like crap because I never cancel. You know, because I'm, I'm the dude that like shows up. Like I'm not on rap time. Like I'll be here like an hour. Yo, early. you were yeah. here yeah. 30 yeah. minutes early. Oh uh, yeah, straight up. Like that's, but that's, I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's I, awesome. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. But at the end of the day, like I just want to be happy. I just want to be remembered as like, because somebody asked me, oh, DJ Semtex, who's an amazing, uh, who's an amazing interviewer and just great person uh, from over in the UK. He he asked me in an interview that we just did. He said, "How do you want to be remembered?" And I said, "I want to be remembered as a, a good man, a loving husband and father, and a person who is a giver." And he was like, "I don't think any uh, any other rapper I've ever asked like like <laughs> answer it that way." And that's no slight at other rappers. Yeah, I think it's the, the mentality of like maturity. Like I'm not into ego, and there's ego everywhere, whether it's rap or pop music or this or that. Like, dude, I'm just a guy, man. I'm just a freaking nerd who likes to read books, and I'm just me. And I treat you guys like I would treat any you know any uh, the most famous person or the person who takes out my trash like we're all people man we're freaking people so everybody everybody what turns you (laughs) off from like the flashy rapper lifestyle like the chains the clubs all that insecurity okay you know so like when i when not to say that all that rappers who do that are insecure that's not what i'm saying i said when i first went to the mall and bought fake hundred dollar chains and (laughs) you know wore all this stuff and tried to do it is because I was insecure about myself because that's not who I am. I mean, hell, you never know. I might go buy a really nice gold chain one day because I think it's cool. You but do it for you. I, yeah, you don't you do, do it for you. others. Exactly. You know, so I'd rather spend, you know, money on a fanny pack or this or that. But <laughs> It's a dope-ass uh, fanny pack. It's I a love custom. It. That. Yeah, actually, I'm going to have these on my tour. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, I will nice. be buying those. No, I got you. I'll send you guys some. No, seriously. <laughs> but, but, don't let me forget, Christian, will you make a note? It, yeah, we should send a bunch of merch. Get everybody's size. Your insecurity comes from, in that in that world, comes from the fear of measuring up, right? Yeah, you want to be, accept- I wanted to be accepted in rap, um, and I wanted to be accepted so it's like you kind of do you emulate what other people are doing um and um but that's anywhere it's not just rap like i'm not here it's not like i'm downing rap i love rap i love hip-hop i love the culture it is a beautiful loving all-inclusive incredible culture what i'm talking about is the pop culture of that culture Mm -hmm. you know what i mean which is like you got to do this and you got to you know got get all these girls and go here and do all this other stuff and i think to some people like man that's a cool lifestyle that they're not trying to impress nobody else they really feel that way they feel like they're the best or whatever and that's cool man but it's just a personal thing i'm just not i just want to just like go to comedy and hang out at the comic book <laughs> store and chill with my wife 
and hang out my beautiful. puppies. Beautiful. I love. Thanks. I watch Jessica? like yeah, yeah. I watch compilations of your relationships. Really? Yeah, she's the, the best. She's an incredible singer, by the way. She is an amazing, phenomenal, phenomenal pop singer. She just released her first song called Medicine. It's got like four hundred thousand plays on nice. um, on Spotify. First song she ever released. Hell yeah! She's got a cool project that's going to be coming on the way, and she's really amazing. I just want to say that too because that's another thing like. She, I wouldn't be here without her. She's the great. She introduced me to you. Yeah. Wait, did yeah. she? Yeah, bro. Like she was like, yeah. Like I was like, this was. So that's why when what? I got the 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 like, hey, do you want to do the show? I was like, yes. So it's all because of my wife. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. She yeah. introduced, and I was like, wow, it's so dope. And like one of my favorite ones was the one you did with Sean, Big Sean. Okay. It was just such Thank a great. You. Yeah. It was just very honest. There was no. Oh. It was just cool. Everybody was cool. That's what I like. We're, we're, you know, we're cool and we care. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that's like I, I respect what you put into it because I know, I know it's so much of you. You know, it's Thanks, man. it's beyond an extension of you. It's like blood, sweat, tears, everything. I appreciate it. Thanks. You know, in this in this genre, especially which one I want to get into, I can't wait. I want to be huge in in the pop world. I really do Welcome. because to me, pop is pop culture. Pop yeah. is that, and that's Popular, all it is. Yeah. And it yeah. comes, and it's down to people like us, right? Yeah. The new age of what pop music needs to be to understand yeah. that pop music is not a sound. Yeah, it's not. It's everything. It really is, and we don't really dictate it. No, totally. Yeah, no, it's it's a real thing, and like I appreciate. You guys, you know, because everybody's like, you know, you have your fun stuff that you talk about. You could have any any type of guests here. And for certain different guests, you guys ask certain questions, things that might be like funny or like a little like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just what, like that's normal. But I appreciate that you and everybody else in this world recognizes and respects who I am as a man. And that when I sit on this on this couch or actually this is the most comfortable place I've ever sat. But that <laughs> when I sit down, there's no bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I used to go sit down at radio stations, and they would ask me the dumbest questions. If you were a sandwich, what kind of sandwich would yeah, you no, be? Yeah, no, and I don't go, I don't, I don't, and that's why I don't sit down with them anymore. Thank so you. I appreciate you guys being awesome. Well, th- thank you, thank and you. that means a, a ton. Seriously, mm-hmm. goosebumps, thanks. man. And thank you, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Jessica. I love you. My last question. You look back now at the album. You look back at the su- success at 1-800 and all the other singles that are going to emerge from this body of work. Thanks. Was changing the name of it the right move totally 100 percent. yeah so originally the album was going to be called africarian which is there and, still a song yeah there's still a song called africarian and when you listen to the song africarian you really realize what it what it embodies and when i first started the journey on this album it was much more about myself it was about me and obviously you know you have like the aryan brotherhood which is like elite racism all white like you know what i mean like whatever and then you have like the word africa african which is you know beautiful ancestry and i've been made to feel that in this world okay here it comes back remember you asked me this question about race (laughs) Mm -hmm. that that in america i've been led to feel like you know by people who don't know me and just look at me like i'm some racist aryan person or by racist white folk that i like jumped out of africa and i should go back and blah blah like i've experienced <laughs> these things i've heard these things people have said these things to me and i felt that i was either one or the other and i was ripped and i was being told what i am i'm either a racist white person or i'm a no good black person or i'm this and that's how i've been led to feel and led to believe um because anytime there's ever been like like some racist folk or anything like that saying something like i'll stand up and be like what are you talking about like i'm black and then they're like well you know f you too and blah 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 so to be persecuted from both sides was something that I really struggled with for a long time and I realized that I wasn't struggling it's everyone else who was struggling they were struggling because they couldn't accept my identity and when I realized that the album changed because it was everybody else who was struggling so that song Africarian and Take It Back and you know Parts of Black Spider-Man are about my struggle personally and the things that I've gone through but this whole album is about so much more so I changed it from that to everybody and I'm glad I did and I didn't do it for others I did it for me and with that 
We yeah. thank Logic. Thank and we you. appreciate you. you for coming in. Thanks. Yeah. Beyond. Cool. Thank you for doing Wicked. this. Thanks, guys. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.